You're listening to the Breakaway Breakdown podcast, where we bring you interviews with some of the top ropers in the country, news about what's going on in the fastest sport on dirt, training tips for you and your horses, and so much more. I'm your host, Casey Allen. Let's jump in. Hey, everybody. It's Casey Allen. All right. Today, we are switching things up a little bit. We're not talking about who's winning at the pro rodeos, the jackpots, or the futurities. No, no. I get to talk to you guys today about a program that I am super excited about and super passionate about, and that is something called Women in Rodeo Month. Now, what is Women in Rodeo Month? Thank you for asking. So glad you did. It is a month-long collaboration taking place during September 2023, and it is a collaboration between the Breakaway Roping Journal, calfroping.com, the Team Roping Journal, and barrelracing.com and a few other brands that are going to be joining in with us. And we pretty much are just letting you guys drink from the fire hose the entire month while we bombard you with content on social media, on our websites, all of our um, corresponding podcasts, and a few other places we may be popping up. Um, And it's all going to be about the incredible women in the sport of rodeo from the past, from the present, and those who are building the future leaders and the history of tomorrow, really, of the future. So we're not just talking about breakaway ropers that month. We're going to be talking about the women who have busted down barriers in all areas of roping, rough stock, business, barrel racing, goat tying, you name it, we're going to be covering it that month. And there's also going to be a special edition of the Team Roping Journal magazine that's going to come around that's going to have a ton of stories dedicated to women in rodeos. So we're excited to be offering that. Um, This year, it's something we didn't do last year. Our OG fans might remember September of 2022 was also dedicated to Women in Rodeo Month. And that was just a program, honestly, that our team kind of made up and we found a sponsor to get on board because we were so passionate about bringing all of these brands together and just having fun and just celebrating our industry, celebrating the women who have made it what it is today and made it incredible. Why am I talking about this today? Well, you guys are going to get to hear from Randy Watson. He is the founder of R. Watson Boots, and I'm going to let him tell you his full story, but it's inspiring. It's super interesting to listen to, and I'm going to tell you guys something about Randy Watson. He is so passionate about helping women in the sport of rodeo. You guys, he got involved with the Breakaway Roping Journal because he asked us the simple question. I want to know why women aren't breakaway roping at the NFR. And our conversation began. So when Mr. Watson heard about Women Women in Rodeo Month, he knew that he had to get involved. And he is just as excited as we are about this program. So I cannot wait for you guys to get to know him and get to learn about our Watson boots. And it's so nice for us to get perspectives from people in the industry who aren't just competitors, right? I would be doing you guys a disservice if all you heard about were what the winners were saying every week when, you know, they were at their highest. So I think this is going to give you guys a little bit of a different perspective of the industry. And this is actually a conversation um, that I had with Randy in person um, at our Watson Boots' headquarters just outside of Fort Worth, Texas. So I got to go down there, meet his team, meet him, 
hear his story. We got to talk about just our love for breakaway roping and our love for the sport in general. And I left the conversation feeling just like we had an ally and that was so fun for me. So I hope you guys get the same feeling. I hope you guys have a lot of fun listening to this episode. And then afterward, I'm going to talk to you guys about the other companies that are getting involved with Women in Rodeo Month. And I'm going to give you a little bit of a preview of what you can expect coming up. So make sure to stick around for that. Now, I know I get to talk in... And I want to hang out with you guys the whole time, but you probably want to listen to the interview. So without further ado, let's jump right in. All right. So we're just going to kick things off. Mr. Randy, we're sitting here at the R. Watson warehouse. Um, Tell everybody where we're at and how you ended up in this warehouse. We fondly refer to this as our global headquarters here (laughs) in Crowley, Texas. There's uh, a... We've lived here in the Burleson, you know, south of Fort Worth uh, for some 38 years now. And so this is home for us just uh, uh, here in Crowley, Texas. Yep. Awesome. So, Mr. Watson, I just want to get a little bit of your backstory, how you got into the boot making business and talk a little bit about the career you've had there. Yeah. I, uh, 1980, uh, urban cowboy. I was in Houston, Texas. Uh I was a uh, frustrated baseball player. You know, it ended. Um, it was my senior year at University of Houston, and um, I went to work in a Western store. College was, you know, over, and uh, and we were literally four or five miles from Gillies. So, Houston, Texas, was uh, alive and well with Urban Cowboy, and uh, I really enjoyed retail at the time. Uh, you know, I didn't think I'd be there long, you know, so I had really a lot of fun with it. Um, from that retail experience, I became a store manager. I went to the Dallas market back uh, in the early 80s, and uh, I was hired. I was approached by some people in the boot business to get on the wholesale side. So uh, in my career, I've spent uh, several years with Lucchese from the mid-80s to the early 90s. I went to Justin Brands in 93, which was uh, Justin, Tony Lama, Nakona, Chippewa. Um, I was with Justin for 23 years uh, as CEO. So I've been in Justin factories, Tony Lama factories, Lucchese factories. Uh, I've been in factories around the world. Um, I've seen the best of the best bootmakers. Uh, I've seen what you do and what you don't do. And... Uh, we're really, really uh, creating a boot that is symbolic of what we did in the late 70s and 80s. And uh, the genuine article, you know, cowhide linings, uh, leather outsoles, leather heels, uh, tin row stitch patterns, you know, using better materials. And uh, we really want people to have uh, a real cowboy boot you know, the way we used to make them. And uh, we have heard time and time again that I've never had a new boot feel this good. And uh, it's something we're really proud of. And as we say, uh, we put our name on them. We put our name on the box and it's uh, something I don't take lightly, you know, and uh, we're just uh, trying to do the best we can to make a quality product at a good value. 
Awesome. So one of the things that we're going to talk about is the upcoming Women in Rodeo Month and the fact that R. Watson is the title sponsor for that. Um, I know that supporting women in rodeo is something that's a huge deal for you. So, and this is something that goes all the way back to how you make your boots and how you create your lines of boots. So let's talk about where that inspiration came from and kind of why you make boots the way you do. Yeah, And again, it, it all goes back to make, wanting to make a quality product at an affordable price. Um, we want, we hope to be building, whether it's men's or women's, we want it to be like a family heirloom. I just remember the days when I got my granddad's boots or I got my dad's boots. And, and these are those types of products. And and we didn't want to leave the women out. Um, you know, our industry in the footwear side is a lot of companies take a men's boot and make it in a lady's size. You know, I mean, we we really paid attention to colors and leathers and stitch patterns and uh you know we do all over pythons to suede's i mean exotics ostrich with an ostrich top you know um 10 row stitch patterns just uh the attention to details uh really something we're proud of and uh, the fit you know again we want women to have uh, the perfect fit the best leathers you know that leather outsoles leather heels uh, you know, things that uh, our women's business isn't an afterthought, if you know what I mean. And uh, and people have recognized that our retail customers, uh, you know, we're their better women's boot choice. And uh, it, it's, uh, it's, it's re- very rewarding to, to try to create something that you want women to have and then for them to accept it and like it and uh, it's been very rewarding and i know that you've got some great endorsees on your team you've got like larry d guy and hope thompson and i know something that we've talked about before is you had this question when you were really getting into your advertising with rodeo of why is breakaway not at the nfr what is going on with women's breakaway roping so just talk about some of those issues and what really got you interested in the movement of the breakaway ropers well you know the uh, the professional sport of rodeo needs to be all-inclusive i mean it's just uh, women uh, they shop they buy the majority of of uh, clothing they'll, they'll buy for their husbands they'll buy for their children and um you know you know those boys don't dress themselves no 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 <laughs> i know you know your wife will lay your clothes out for you so you match. And no, anyway, seriously, um, you know, the whether it's women in the arena or women at the retail level, we, we just want to be all inclusive and, and we want to make we want them to have a quality experience, whether it's in the arena or in the stores. And, uh, um, you know, I, I'm old enough to remember when uh, barrel racing wasn't equal money. Um, I, it's incredible to me you know uh, you see what's happening in other professional sports uh you know most recently the pga tour and you know how things change and evolve and i think uh i think professional rodeo needs to treat breakaway rope in the same way uh they allowed barrel race barrel i mean it ought it ought to be at nfr 
I, I just I believe that. Um, I wish I knew the the more about the history of how they were able to achieve that, and and maybe we need to retrace those steps on how did barrel race uh, barrel racing get equal money, and then when did they get you know they've been at the NFR for since the late '60s as we talked about, but the equal money didn't happen for some 30 years later, and uh, I I guess we've got to get women in the NFR and then work on the equal money as well. So when you're Looking at this from your perspective, you're on the business side of things. Are there advantages to women being treated equally in the sport? I mean, we know from a competition standpoint, you know, us breakaway ropers want this. But can you maybe touch on some of those things that could be positives for sponsors or for different companies getting involved with breakaway? I think it adds an entire another element to the sport. I mean, it it should attract new sponsors. It should attract uh, new eyes, new ticket sales. I mean, I know through uh, whether it's Texas FFA, I was a big supporter of Texas FFA. Grandma helps with the animals. Mom and dad help with the animals. And uh, those sponsors, whether it's FFA or breakaway roping, I mean, it brings the whole family together with, uh, with ladies, girls, you know, young kids. I mean, I, to to exclude the majority of the population from a professional sport is uh, when those ladies could bring sponsors to the table. Uh, they would have that more people in the store shopping for those products that they wear. Uh, they're key influencers. There's people that want to emulate those people, and and to to exclude them for whatever archaic reason. Uh, it something we really need to think through. Yeah. And then I know that you're pretty involved with the Fort Worth Stock Show and Rodeo. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, great rodeo to have local. Yes. Um, I really want to talk about what you guys have seen, again, from a business standpoint at those rodeos, how people are interacting with you guys, you know, our sales going up because of what we call the Yellowstone effect. Um, kind of how if you're seeing people being really enthusiastic about the sport. Absolutely. Um, I was blessed being from the Justin side of the business at one time. Uh, we we're heavily involved with Fort Worth Stock Show and Rodeo, and I'm on the executive committee, and um, we sponsor the tie-down roping there, and we also have a, a retail partner there that has a, our Watson booth space. So it's a it's a big time for us, and – we have seen, uh, you know, even during COVID, um, there were a lot of these larger manufacturers throughout the industry, whether it was trucks to saddles to hats to boots to whatever apparel that really had a tough time delivering due to supply chain disruptions. And we were, I guess we were blessed because in our life cycle, we were just starting. So our factory was in Mexico and Leon, the kind of the leather capital of the world. And uh, they were not as affected as some of these Asian companies or over, you know, in the far East. Uh, so a lot of those people that had total disruption, we were trying to grow a business smartly. We, uh, we had 20 retailers and then we had a hundred retailers and we had 200 retailers or we had one sales rep and we went to two to five. And so we grew 
in a, in a market that had high demand, but we wanted to make sure we maintain the quality and the integrity of the boots and the products. So we were actually growing methodically and slowly to make sure we maintain the quality standards we needed. But every since COVID we've had steady growth and uh, it's just been, it's fun to watch it or, you know, it's a proud moment. It's uh, kind of watching your child grow up, you know, and it's been uh, very rewarding that, you know, the, the contestants are supporting us. The retailers are supporting us. The factories supporting us. The leather suppliers are supporting us. And it's just been, again, I joke at my age, I know a lot of people. So <laughs> um, the entire food chain, so to speak, from leather all the way to the consumer has really, really embraced what we're doing, how we're doing it, putting people before profits, which is kind of a novel concept in business today um and uh it's 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 fun we're having a good time my family's involved uh have a lot of uh you know we added it up the other day some 250 years of experience in the office and for a four-year-old company with 300 years of experience in the western industry you know I, we just have a, a lot of really great people gravitated to us inside the office so we're blessed, you know, we're, we're very fortunate. Yes, sir. I love that. It's kind of that people over profit motto yeah. carries right into the office. You've got, it seems like a great crew here. Yeah. They all from 40 to 20 years experience, you know, in the Western industry and, uh, we're benefiting from their knowledge and, uh, you know, it's not every day someone in customer service comes to work for a company on the phone and they've already been doing it 25 years, you know, so we're, we, uh, you know, we're having a good time. It's a quality product. People are accepting it. And we just want to know how we can help and give back to the Western lifestyle and the industry. And, and we really believe that pushing women into, you know, the NFR and pro sports and equal money and all those things are, uh, it's not only necessary, it's just the right thing to do. Yeah. So. That's it right there. I love that. You said it's the right thing to do. Yeah. That is, that, that's it. <laughs> it is. Simple. So I've got to ask, being on the committee at Fort Worth Stock Show and Rodeo, mm -hmm. I'm imagining you were there for their decision to put equal added money at FWSSR. So can you talk about how that conversation came well, up? And that, went? that was above my pay grade. <laughs> <laughs> but it's definitely something that we were all very, very proud of. Um, you know, we're, I believe, if, I don't want to misspeak, but I think we were the first ones to do it. They're and right up there, yeah. Don't hold me to that, but uh, I believe Fort Worth was first in equal money. And uh, we, again, Fort Worth stock shows a lot like, or we're a lot like our the Fort Worth and they're a lot like us. And you know, the history and the heritage and, and doing what's right. I mean, uh, the Fort Worth Stock Show with Mr. Justin and now, you know, Brad Barnes and, and uh, people like that, you know, all the f city fathers of Fort Worth that really just maintain the, the history and heritage of Cowtown, you know, and the Fort Worth Stock Show, you know, it's a huge stock show and, and a rodeo. And um, I mean, what we've done with Dickey's Arena and, I mean, the new barns and, you know, just constant improvement, you know, but 
It's like our product. We're making constant improvements, but we maintain the history and heritage and, and doing what's right. And, uh, you know, Fort Worth is, I hope I answered your question, but it's something they're very, very proud of being the first to do. No, I think that's absolutely awesome. Um, well, Mr. Watson, is there anything else that you want to make sure that people know about your company or anything else that you want to make sure people know about on why you guys chose to get involved with women in rodeo? I mean, I know that we're both pumped up for that month. Yeah. Everything that's ahead. We've got some incredible stuff lined out. Um, we're really excited to tell your story and everything, but I want to make sure you have the chance to, to say your part today, Mr. Watson. Well, I appreciate it. <laughs> I, I appreciate you being here. And, um, it's just, it's, it's all I've done in my life. I have, my children are going to be involved in the business. Uh, we've got a lot of old boot industry people in our office. Uh, we're going to continue to make a quality product that there's no, not a better fit out there. We hear time and time again that I've never had a new boot feel this way on my foot. And it's something we spent about 18 months working on. And uh, I, I would hope whether you buy our product or not, you at least try it on. And uh, I think when you look at it, you'll see the attention to detail, the the better leathers, the 10-row stitch patterns, the colors, you know, vibrant colors. And uh, we're just proud of the product. And uh, we think it's a knowing what goes into it and the time we've spent designing it, uh, that we, we feel like it's uh, it's – the best value, it's the highest quality, best value boot on the market. And it's something we're proud of. And uh, if they just give us a shot, you know, our, our family would appreciate it. <laughs> awesome. So this is going to come out a few months before Women in Rodeo Month, but we just wanted to make sure everybody had a chance to meet the man behind the program. They've stepped yeah. out in a big way to support us this September. So just know when you see our hashtag Women in Rodeo Month content, that Mr. Watson and our Watson Boots are the folks bringing that to you guys. Thank you. It's, it's a privilege. <laughs> Glad to help. And thank you so much, Mr. Watson. Thanks. <laughs> okay, you guys. So you've heard from Randy Watson. He's the man behind our Watson Boots. And you've got to hear why he is excited to be involved with Women in Rodeo Month and how he got to where he is today. So real quick, let's talk about the other folks who are also fully behind Women in Rodeo for the month of September. And that is, first off, the folks at Straight Arrow, who is the company behind Main and Tail and their whole line of products. I mean, let's be for real, guys. If you've rodeoed, there's a very high chance you've maybe accidentally or on purpose used your horse's Main and Tail shampoo and conditioner at some point. Don't tell my mother. She's a hairdresser. But, you know, I maybe have to. Um, and then we also have the folks at Resistall coming on board. And as you guys know, they live it every day. They are huge supporters of women in the industry, have been for some time. And we've worked with Resistall a ton. We are so excited to have them coming on board for Women in Rodeo Month um, this September also. So now let's talk about the fun stuff. What can you guys expect throughout Women in Rodeo Month? As I said before, it is a huge collaboration between a lot of different brands. There's going to be um, some mini documentaries coming your way. There's going to be some fire footage on TikTok and Reels, if we do say so ourselves. And we're going to be talking about 
of course, the absolute baddies of the present. We're going to be giving you guys some historical knowledge, of course, and then you can expect to see a lot of numbers coming your way. So not just fun videos, not just, you know, feel good. We're not just putting Unstoppable by Sia over everything. We are going to be giving you guys those cold, hard facts about what women have done to build this sport and this industry as we know it today. We're going to be talking a lot to the USTRC and the World Series of Team Roping to talk about how they've incorporated women into their ropings and what they've done to help women bust down barriers and make a living with a rope. Um, so we're going to talk to key players from the WPRA as well, the Women's Professional Rodeo Association. They are on board with this. You know, look for some exclusive interviews, and they've been providing us with a ton of numbers and statistics to help us get ready. We're going to be covering rodeo as you know it from every angle. You guys, our team has, our team members have been bringing projects to the table that are like off the wall, and we're like, this is exciting. Can we talk about it? So, our team is having just as much fun getting this content ready for you as you guys are going to have reading it. You're going to see profiles from some serious icons in the game and there may even be a country music star coming on the breakaway breakdown whose name i am not allowed to drop yet but i'm so excited for what's ahead you guys just across the board if you can't tell i think this is the most i've talked to you guys one-on-one in an episode so far so if you're a podcast person definitely make sure that you are tuning into the score and the money barrel as well as the breakaway breakdown all September long because there's going to be some exclusive guests scattered across the platforms. Make sure you're checking out roping.com's pages. Make sure you're checking out Ride TV's pages because they've got barrelracing.com content and Horse and Rider is also going to jump in with a little bit of content there too. We've also got some super exciting developments coming up across our brands that I cannot wait to share with you guys. And I know I feel like I am teasing you guys way too much with this episode and telling you all these things that I can't quite tell you yet, but I promise it will be worth the wait. So make sure you guys are checking out our Watson Boots. Make sure you maybe check out Main and Tail's newest products when you go to the feed store next time. And Maybe give Resist All a nod on your way um, to September because these brands have gotten behind Women in Rodeo a month like you cannot believe. We'll be back with more exciting guests for you guys to hear from. And yes, we will still be bringing you the athletes that you know and love as we cover pro rodeos, fraternities, and jackpots all month long. So get ready for some exciting interviews we have coming out from the Royal Crown, from the Pro Rodeo Trail, and a few other things that are coming your way. I hope wherever you guys are at, you are having fun and kicking butt. And if you have stayed this long to listen to me talk... Thank you, thank you, and have a great rest of your week.